You're listening to the True Blue Podcast, sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Real stories told by real police officers working in Victoria and Esquimalt. What are the streets of Victoria and Esquimalt really like? The True Blue Podcast will give you some personal insights into what happens when wearing a police uniform. Welcome back, everyone, to the True Blue Podcast. I'm Matt Waterman. Uh, working the soundboard tonight, uh, Sidekick Steve. Welcome, Steve. How you doing? And uh, our guest tonight uh, from the Victoria City Police Athletic Association, Jenna Carver. Welcome, Jenna. Hello. <laughs> um, Jenna, you, you've you been on the show before, but uh, we didn't do rapid fire. So you, are you ready for rapid fire? Yeah, I'm ready. Mexico or Maui? Maui. What's uh, your favorite breakfast cereal? Uh, Kellogg's Fruit Loops. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Uh, what's your favorite police TV show? Um, I don't watch that many. Okay. Uh, uh, name one of the seven dwarfs. Sleepy. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? Jennifer Gilroy. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why, but she came to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> name an influential retired cop. Ooh, retired cop. Matt Waterman. Matt Waterman. No, no. <laughs> Aside from me, <laughs> someone has influenced your career. Uh, probably my uncle mm. with Vancouver. Cool. What's his name? Jeff Peterson. All right. Shout out to Jeff Peterson. <laughs> so welcome, Jenna. Uh, we're here to talk about the, well, essentially 50 years of the Victoria City Police Athletic Association. Um doing a high school basketball tournament, mm -hmm. which uh, just so the listeners know, uh, we believe the tournament started in 1971. Uh, I'm going to do a shout out to uh, retired Deputy Chief John Lane and uh, some of the basketball team players back then for, for their efforts to get things rolling. And uh, now, 50 years later, uh, here we are. The one downside, I guess, right, Jenna? We, we had planned to do this in 2021. Mm-hmm, yep, a couple little, years ago. A little pandemic uh, delay, but mm -hmm. uh, we got the 50th tournament done mm -hmm. this January. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, um, it was really good. It worked out well. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but let's talk a little bit more about the Victoria City Police Athletic Association. So tell us, what's the vision? I've I read that on the website, but how about, uh, how about we tell the listeners about that? Okay, so the Athletic Association is a nonprofit organization that supports youth activities, kindergarten to grade 12 in the greater Victoria community. The Athletic Association sponsors youth athletics and extracurricular activities and funds scholarships for youth to fulfill their post-secondary goals. Cool. Yeah, it's all about fostering positive relationships between the Victoria Police and youth in greater Victoria and on the South Island. Yeah, and with uh, this tournament, it's been another special way for the officers and uh, the high school basketball players to connect. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's quite a nostalgic event for a lot of people. It's been going on because it's, because it's been going on for so long. Uh, there's a lot of officers that have played in the tournament, um, myself included, and people in the community. So it's really cool to keep it going. It's one of the longest standing tournaments uh, in Victoria. Yeah, and so just to highlight, so you have played in the tournament as a high schooler, and now you're a police officer with Victoria. Uh, well done. Mm -hmm. um, I did 
I did have connection with uh, retired Staff Sergeant Darren Lahr. He also was a former organizer of the tournament. And uh, he he himself was uh, uh, obviously hired after that. And then I believe retired Staff Sergeant Kevin Wirth also played in the tournament. So there's, there is a bit of a history of some uh, police officers mm-hmm. um, coming from the tournament, and it, which is kind of cool as well. So they, they totally get it and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's talk. So, uh, Jenna, before we turn on the tape, we talked a little bit about you essentially becoming the organizer recently. Um, before you, uh, he's not here tonight, but we got to put a shout out to Todd Mason. Uh, he organized the tournament before. And do you have, uh, other information about who else, you know, had, had run the tournament or what's your experience there? Um, I mean, I just, when I was younger and I used to play in it, I used to see lots of police officers throughout the weekend show up in their uniform. And it was quite cool to see from mm-hmm. the player's perspective. Um, and then when I started five years ago, um, Todd was in charge. And I know he had a lot of help throughout the, the past years and me included. And I know that just Todd was basically the main um, point of contact that I know from the last five years. Yeah. And then I kind of helped him helped him get it off the ground this past year and take, and take it, um, a little bit from him. Um, that sounds bad, but, uh, I had a much larger role in help with, with the organizing this year. Uh, well done. I think, uh, while Todd needed some support in the last little while to, you know, with, with his injury and so on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think it's important that people stepped up, but, uh, yeah, back in the job when I was there, I mean, I know Gord Gummer, uh, Al Cochran, Kerry Cochran, I, uh, they were all pretty influential as well in uh, putting the tournament on mm-hmm. uh, at, at different levels, and uh, they should all be uh, appreciated for that. Um, I wish I knew everyone's names because I would like to recognize everyone because it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, very true. A lot of officers and those that yeah. organized it, like it's, it's their legacy, and I'm just grateful to be here. Um, but yeah, Todd did do a lot of work over the last few years that I'm aware of, yeah. so shout out to him. Okay, I want to do. I, I did reach out to a couple of retired members, and I want to do a quick uh, snapshot of, of some historical stuff because uh, one of the things I learned was that the first year that they had a major sponsor outside of the Athletic Association, I believe, was 1980, and a fellow by the name of Reg Mooney, who's a local business guy, uh, he was the Coca-Cola rep. He he basically knew the organizers of the tournament and uh, stepped in and said, Hey, we, we want to make this uh, a sponsorship option. And uh, what that resulted in was essentially uh, the first glass backboards at uh, central school and an electronic timer. So this is 1980. Uh, I know, Jenna, you probably weren't even born then. So, uh, <laughs> but that's the reality of uh, how the tournaments kind of progressed over the years. Kind of interesting there. Um, and uh, uh, let me just ask you, Jenna, are we still doing the pizza dinner? Uh, no, we haven't had the pizza dinner. Okay. Is that that's- a COVID thing or? Are, are we moving to healthier stuff? Healthier options. There was some wraps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Salad wraps. Yeah. Um, no, but... I hopefully next year I have some ideas to make get things a little bit bigger. Right. So yeah, yeah, you know the I'll write that one down. I remember certainly uh, the couple of years uh, when I first started on the job, and I remember going to the tournament, and the the pizza event was so big, like 
just truckloads of pizza would come in and the players, of course, devoured them. It was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I'm sure there's healthier options out there, but that's all right. We can, maybe we can search for a, a healthier option uh, sponsor. No, I like the pizza. <laughs> Next year, hold me, hold me to that. Um, historically, though, uh, some of our uh, things that I learned um, was uh, Gerald Kazanowski. I don't know if you ever heard that name. He's from Nanaimo. I have. And, uh, you know, he ended up being a professional player and played on Canada's Olympic team and so on. So he was one of the, when I spoke to the retired people, he was one of those players that everyone said he was just such a generational player, so much better than everybody else, <laughs> which was kind of cool. And uh, retired police inspector Kelly Dukeshire from Saanich Police played in the tournament as well. And, of course, he, he went on to a career in policing in Saanich. Um, and a young fellow by the name of Steve Nash also played in the tournament. Uh, and uh, I remember that all the police officers who went to the tournament were just astonished, right? Because a lot of them are very interested in basketball and they watched Steve Nash play uh, for SMU that year and basically dominate the tournament, of course. I and, bet. Yeah. Um, my story about Steve is a number of years later, he was back in Victoria uh, when he was playing professional basketball, but he was back in Victoria uh, with one of his friends who was getting married. And I was at the venue just by chance because it's a public venue and they were looking for a place in the summertime, looking for a place to watch the Team Canada hockey game. So he goes, hey, do you know where there's a TV? And I go, in fact, I do. So I go upstairs to this lounge. And this is on the military base. And uh, I said, hey, look, this is open. Why don't you guys jump in here? So all him and his high school buddies, you know, not not the groom, I don't think, but uh, <laughs> they all wanted to find a time to uh, to watch the hockey game. So I took the opportunity to ask Steve to, do a little shout out from the basketball court when he got back to Phoenix to the, the high school players. So we did a quick recording and he sent it through to check TV and uh, there you go. There's a little bit of give back from Steve Nash and, and his message basically was, Hey, this is a great tournament. I hope you enjoy yourself this year, blah, 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 which was kind of cool. So, wow. Um, there's, there's another idea. Maybe we can dig that one up again and uh, talk to Steve Nash and, and, uh, oh, I'm going to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> and you find his people. Yeah, talk to his people. <laughs> uh, one of the things I wanted to cover off, uh, Jenna, was who's who's the who's the local coaches that are really helping? Because you need the coaches to help out with the tournament mm -hmm. direction and organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're kind of the point of contact for all the teams. Yeah. Um, and there's teams from all over that come. So Lindsay Brooke has been the main person that I've seen over the past few years. Um, I believe she, she's played at UVic. Like she's been playing basketball and is pretty well known in the basketball community. Um, she's beyond the most helpful organizer. Yeah. Um, and then Ian Heidley, who's the men's senior boys coach. Um, Lindsay coaches the senior girls, both very strong teams. Um, and St. Michael's Saint Mike's, yeah. University okay. School hosts it every year. Um, and their people are great. Their kids are great. They're super helpful and into the, into the weekend and they love it. And yeah, it's, it's part, it's, it's a good connection, um, that we have with them and yeah. working with that school is really great. Um, but yeah, Ian Highland, Lindsay Brooke, I really got to know Ian, um, yeah. this past tournament. He was there with me the whole entire weekend and he's great. And 
funny guy, um, but well, couldn't he, do he the was, tournament without them. He was certainly an influence in Steve Nash's uh, career as well, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, we obviously need the coaching uh, and uh, so on to help with the tournament because they're the ones that kind of know all the basketball ins and outs and what's going on and, and so on. Mm-hmm. I just want to shout out to a couple other coaches that when I did my research for some of the retired people, uh, Muzz Bryant from the Belmont days, uh, Dave Hutchinson from Oak Bay, uh, Ian Hydley, of course, was mentioned. And uh, it is it is kind of neat to see, you know, some of these people really put a lot of effort into helping the police department. Uh, okay, this is a good team. They should come, you know, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. the other thing I learned with uh, uh, back in the 70s, 80s, was the, the Victoria Police basketball team used to go play the teams that were prospective to come to the tournament. And they would basically make sure that they were good enough to come to the tournament. Uh, I don't know if we have time to do that in today's world, but uh, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Basically, you know, these basketball players went and played against a bunch of the teams to uh, see how how good they were and make sure that they were competitive enough. I would love to start a Vic PD team, and then we could just we could challenge Saanich. They I know they have quite a few players over there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. There we go. There's there's the challenge. I'm put putting out it out there, there right now. <laughs> Sandwich, please. And you know, the other supportive thing that I think, how, how's how's the media with supporting the tournament and so on? Do we get uh, TV and paper and stuff out there? And- um, yeah, like SMU, the, the yeah. school has their own like media person that broadcasts the whole tournament throughout the weekend. And then okay. uh, Victoria Police, um, Terry Healy came with our media team and did their thing and promoted it as well from the Victoria Police side of things. Yeah. Um, as well as, you know, I just, I was there all weekend and running around and trying to document as much as I could and send it off to our um, uh, union um, social medias too yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, talking to some of the retired members, they talked a little bit about that too, where the, uh, you know, the attention that the tournament brought because it was so high profile was was really cool with TV and, and print media and, and how they, they really, and, you know, the reality is we're talking to the future stars of, basketball in, in BC, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're going to play in the top tournaments. They're going to go to probably UVic or, or, uh, where'd you play again, Jenna? Vancouver Island University. Shout out to the <laughs> Mariners, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Well, and the other, uh, what's the UVic, uh, coach from the, from days gone by Ken Shields. Mm-hmm. I mean, those coaches used to show up and basically recruit from yep. the Victoria City Police Athletic Association tournament. And that's important that we're we're doing that service as well. Yeah. I'd have to ask my old coach, but I think he saw me play there when I was in high school. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What, uh, let's just talk briefly. So just to, for so everybody's aware, Jenna serves uh, on the Athletic Association Mm-hmm. Uh, executive uh, Jenna, can you tell us who else is on the executive? And because uh, certainly there are efforts to to make sure that this event and so on uh, goes forward is important to recognize. Yeah, the other people that helped me um, this year: uh, Cam McIntyre, Manny Sohi, Sam Stevenson, and Lennon Jarvis is our newest member of the executive team. So yeah. we okay. all work together to put it on. And let's uh, let's talk more about what else the athletic association does. Uh, obviously, this tournament is a is a kind of a uh, master thing that 
that uh, kind of flies mm-hmm. the flag, but what else do uh, do we do? Yeah, um, in the spring coming up here, we do the Junior City Championships, the basketball tournament for that. Um, we sponsor and support that. Um, we also fund the Senior Secondary School Golf Tournament, and that's pretty. That's really big for us, yes. um, and it's starting to get a lot more momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, over 144 golfers in schools from all over. Um, we do partnerships with Victoria Royals, and we do various other fundraising initiatives to try and get get money to do these things. Um, we have scholarships and bursaries that we give to kids, um, in the community. Um, and we're always just looking for new opportunities, um, moving forward because, um, we're trying to just make the athletic association as big as possible. It's, it's lost some of its funding over the year. Cause Mm -hmm. if you're, I don't know if you're around, but the, uh, the circus that used to come to town was one of the main sponsors that would I've help. I've heard about this. But, uh, it, you know, that that's kind of disappeared. But certainly I think there's room for others to get involved and help the association mm-hmm. do these events. And, you know, I, I've also gone out and played around with uh, some of these young up-and-coming golfers. And, and it's amazing to see how much they appreciate, you know, the Athletic Association putting this event on, right? I really think it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just this year for the tournament, I know there's a few people, like companies that I wanted to thank. Um, the Greater Victoria Police Foundation, which is starting up, um, they were super helpful this year. Um, the reserves from Victoria Police, very helpful, volunteered their time. Um, all the police officers that came to help with the three-point contest and other things that yeah. I needed help with throughout the weekend. Um, yeah. St. Mike's School, I already um, spoken about how helpful they were their student volunteers, um, passion sports did all the gear. Nice. Um, nice. and all the kids were really loved all the gear, like the sweaters they got this year. Um, and showcase awards as the trophies and then the local referees were also great yeah. to work with. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so with, with all that in mind, uh, who, who played in this year's tournament? Uh, okay. So there was 10 boys teams and eight girls teams wow. this year. Okay. Um, from all over, Harry Anley Secondary was from Edmonton, uh, King George Secondary School from Vancouver. Uh, we had um, Clayton Heights, which is from the mainland, um, Claremont, Pacific Christian, Brentwood, Barsby, Shawnigan Lake. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing any. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. certainly, you know, I think over the years we've, we've been able to, uh, you know, attract some some teams from far away. It's cool to see somebody from Edmonton coming to play in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't one of the teams from Edmonton win a, win a side? What, what was the results? Mm-hmm. Who, who came first, second, third for the ladies? Let's, let's start with the ladies. Okay. The girls, ladies first, um, Harry Anley won from Edmonton. Okay. So that was cool. good for them. Yeah. Um, and second place was Claremont. Yeah. And third place was Pacific Christian and fourth was Brentwood for the nice. girls side. Okay. Uh, the boys' side, King George Secondary School from from Vancouver, yeah, won first. Second place was GNS, so Glennon Norfolk. Yeah. Third place was Barsby from Nanaimo, and fourth was Shawnigan Lake. Oh, really? Boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's good to see lots of uh, involvement from around the province, and and uh, a number of private schools, which is kind of nice to see too, because you, sometimes you you don't see as as big involvement, but I guess if they're keen on basketball then they're going to be there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And then we had the three point 
um, contest happening, which is kind of a main event of the weekend that the kids like yep. to participate in. Um, so yeah, there was a boys winner and a girls winner. Uh, the boys winner was from King George. His name was Jose. Yeah. And the girls winner from Clayton Heights. Her name was Melanie. Cool. Welcome. Uh, and congratulations to uh, Melanie and Jose. That's, that's a nice thing to have on your resume, I guess that you're the three point winner at the, at the tourney. Yeah. And then there was an MVP on both sides and then all stars on each. There's a all stars on each side, the boys and girls as well. Okay. So everyone there's recognition for, for good play all around, even if you're not on a a winning team per se, but yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, and, and just to highlight, so there's another tournament coming up in the spring Mm -hmm. and and that'll be junior. How many teams do we expect for that one? I'm going to guess. It happened last year, so it was one of the tournaments that was able to happen during the pandemic. Okay, yeah. Um, and it was the top teams. I want to say maybe eight and eight. Okay. Nice. Um, don't quote me on that, though, yeah. but it's good basketball. And last year, um, the finals for the boys and the girls, like, I remember we were sta- – because there wasn't allowed that many spectators, but because we were hosting, we were allowed to come and spread out yeah. some police officers in the stands yeah. standing there. But it was a tight game for both the finals. It was really good. I was. I still remember the like screaming on the, the sideline, like at these young <laughs> kids. It was good basketball. It was impressive. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for the listener, uh, if Jenna's saying it's good basketball, and uh, we kind of hinted it there before, but uh, she played basketball at the VIU. Um, when did you play there, Jenna? <laughs> I, uh, I played from 2010 to 2015. Nice. Start. And I haven't played I haven't played since, but this basketball tournament actually got me back into it right. and I've been playing a lot. I've been back playing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Got laced up again. <laughs> well, you, you had to take a few years off, I get yourself a lot of years uh, off, yeah. Understanding what policing's all about. Mm-hmm. But uh starting point guard, I believe, correct? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Far from that. No, I was a small forward. Okay, yeah. I can't dribble very well mm. yeah all right <laughs> but uh well it's good because basketball can be a thing that you know people enjoy well into their lives right so yeah yeah what uh what else before we uh, wrap up what else are we forgetting we get it we get everything that we need for talking about this year's tournament I, i'm really looking forward to you know some things that could happen in the future I, i'd like to support uh you know, the athletic association being able to find a couple of good sponsors and maybe, maybe mm-hmm. if we pump this information out, it'll help. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest thing is just creating that connection between the, the youth and police. And, you know, I got to meet a lot of the kids throughout the weekend the lo- and a lot of local kids and, and kids from all over. And just, you know, you kind of put down those walls of police and you get to know them and you're shooting around with them and you're playing with them and they see you as just like a normal person mm-hmm. that used mm-hmm. to be them. Yeah. So I think that's really cool for them and it's just super nostalgic and I love this stuff. Like I think it's so important to support the youth and especially through sports. So I have a lot of hope for the future of the tournament and what it's going to be and the athletic association and working with community partners and the union and every and the police foundation to make it the best it can be. So I'm excited. Well, that's good because you know, I mean, it's been 50 years, but what's going to happen in the next 50 years, right? I think mm-hmm. that's what's important is that we don't lose the focus for you know how how successful this can be in the future. So mm-hmm. good luck with all of that. I think it's really important, and uh, 
you know, hopefully you never know. Maybe Sportsnet or Sports Center or somebody <laughs> will be uh, hanging out with us and maybe talking basketball. Right? I mean, let's be honest. The the Raptors are coming for training camp here sometimes in Victoria. They mm-hmm. like basketball's big in Victoria. There's mm-hmm. no doubt, and probably thanks to people like Steve Nash and mm-hmm. some of the other local BC kids who've uh, made it big in the NBA. So yeah, uh, Jenna, what what do you tell tell the listener what your current job is at the police department? Um, I just started in the general investigative section at Victoria Police. Okay. Um, it's a new, new group, um, and it's great. We have a great shift. I have great leadership. Okay. Um, good amount of good people in there, and my team's really. I'm very lucky to be with the people that I'm working with. But essentially, we're we're. I would describe it as we support patrol. Um, we assist them with their, some of their larger files to alleviate some of the pressures and workload that they have. Yeah. Because, uh, let's be honest, the patrol division is pretty overrun and obviously we need, we need lots of people, but having someone that can spend a few minutes, uh, extra or minutes is probably a Mm -hmm. (laughs) understatement, but a a bit more time on investigations that deserve the time that they need, you know, and so things like, you know, does a domestic violence officer work in that unit? Yeah, we have a domestic okay. violence officer, a missing persons coordinator. Yeah. Um, and then we just have, there's five five of, five of people on my team. Okay. Um, there's two t- two different teams. Yeah. And we work exact opposite shifts, so we're always working. And I, so far, I think it's working really great. I think we've seen a lot of positive outcomes come from the new section, and I really enjoy it personally. I think it's it, it's great. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think patrol is um, seeing some effects of the the new change too. So yeah, that's, that's good. good. Right mm-hmm. on. Well, maybe we should do a, an episode sometime on uh, what what There's all the new, new the new sections and stuff are, and and see uh, how that's all going. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm glad to hear that it's. Uh, I know before I uh, left, there was a lot of talk about it. It was going to happen, and I mm-hmm. think it's great that that's gonna gonna carry on. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jenna, thanks very much uh, for coming to talk to us. Thank you. Um, I know that uh, you've been here before, but uh, we're still going to thank you for coming. And uh, you already got your uh, True Blue podcast coin. Uh, mm-hmm. All I can offer you now is maybe a coffee mug or something, you know, just some swag to take <laughs> with you. Some but stickers. Uh, yeah, there you got a sticker, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, thanks, Jenna. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you soon, everybody. And good night. We'll talk to you at the next True Blue podcast. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast. Join us next time for more stories about policing in Victoria and Esquimalt. The True Blue Podcast is sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Thanks to our media partners, H2 Accelerator, who have helped design and deliver our new improved marketing strategies. Thank you to our master of music, Gord McKee. Special thanks to the creators of the True Blue Podcast, Host, Matt Waterman. Sound and editing, Todd Mason. Concept design, Daryl Baswick. And sidekick, Steve, for the production and sound studio. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast.